Hi, I'm John Maxwell. When the top companies in the world are looking for trainers, speakers, and coaches, there's one name that stands above the rest, and that's Maxwell Leadership. Our certified team members have gotten proven results for companies all over the globe, and our reputation, I'm proud to say, is second to none. Some of our members have risen to the top of their profession, including the one you're going to meet today. I proudly introduce you to my friend, Bob Fabian Zinka. Welcome to the Leadership and Success Podcast with your host, Coach BZ. If you need to develop into a better leader, this podcast is for you. If you want to achieve a greater level of success, this podcast is for you. His mentor, Dr. John C. Maxwell, said it best, everything rises and falls on leadership. We hope to inspire you today and provide you with an insight that has the potential to positively impact the trajectory of your life. Welcome to the Leadership and Success Podcast. Hello, everyone. Hey, everyone, this is uh, Coach Busy coming to you from Silicon Valley. Uh, I am very glad uh, to be with you right now. If you are watching, looks like about a dozen of you guys, please let me know in the comments uh, where you are uh, watching from, what city and state. And uh, today we're going to be talking about resilience. Uh, I've been thinking about this for a couple of weeks now. I feel like um, in order for us to lead and to be successful, we need to become resilient leaders, right? Uh, we need to be able to continue to work on our mission and our vision, even when things don't look like uh, they are going to work out. And uh, I think in order for you to be res resilient, there are a couple of things. Uh, first, I think you need to have an attitude of gratefulness. I think you need to be grateful for where you are today. You may not be where you want to be, but uh, you probably are not where you used to be, right? There's been some progress, and I think you, you need to acknowledge that, right? Uh, I am working toward the goal. I haven't achieved that goal yet, but on my way there, I've already had a couple of milestones, and I think those need to be uh, celebrated. And you need to be grateful and thankful for what you have, because I can guarantee that there are hundreds of people who would like to be in your shoes right now, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, sometimes even when I talk to my uh, children, uh, they don't always get everything they, they want, but uh, I try to make sure they get everything they, they need. But no, if you are an American kid today, a teenager, uh, compared to the world population, right, people living in third world country, like you know, the country I am originally from, uh, you are so much far ahead. You have so much more than, you know, I would say, uh, 90 plus percent of uh, the world. And I think that's, that's something you really should be very grateful for, right? I am thankful and grateful to live in such a wonderful uh, country and enjoy all of the freedoms that we have here. So I, I think that is uh, uh, important. Just take a minute, uh, pause and think about all of your blessings and everything you've you've got. Now, it, it, even in, in America, there are people here who are completely homeless, right? They don't even have a place to uh, stay. Right, and uh, you have a place to stay. You may not own a mansion, you may not own a house, but maybe you are paying for an apartment, right? So that's something to be grateful for. I think you you are really have to be to have that attitude of gratefulness, uh, thankfulness, uh, just being thankful for all of the blessings you have right now. And I believe that's gonna help you be more res resilient, right? Uh, 
uh, last couple of, of years, right, since uh, what March 2020, when the global pandemic started, I've really discovered how resilient the human spirit is. Right, we've gone through a lot, and right now people are talking about recession and and all and all of that. But I, I think no matter what you are facing today, you can get through it. Uh, but I believe one very important uh, key is to be grateful. Be grateful for your for your job. You, know, you may not even like what what you are doing. You may not like your em- employer. People you used to like, you used to work with, may no longer be uh, working for your company any longer. But at least you have a job, and at least you are getting paid, right? Many people today don't have any uh, jobs. They've been uh, laid off and they're seeking employment. So be thankful for that. Uh, if you have a significant other, uh, a wife, a husband, ch- children, be grateful for those rela- relationships, right? If you have uh, true friends, those friends uh, that uh, stand closer than a brother at that time, be grateful for those relationships. So I, I cannot say, I cannot overemphasize the importance of being grateful. Uh, because sometimes you know you may be trying and and, and trying you you really want to be su- successful and and you really want to achieve those goals but you have so many obstacles coming your your way and you feel down. I understand that, and uh, you are not gonna win every single battle, but you will win the the war, right? But I think you need to pause and say, I am thankful. And thank you so much. I see uh, Arjen uh, watching all the way from Holland, and uh, Paolo uh, from San Salvador. And uh, Will Smith from Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, please uh, let me know for those who are watching one thing you are grateful for. I, I really believe this is important in becoming resilient. Uh, I think the one thing I'm really, really grateful for is my family, right? My wife and my two children. Uh, when I get down, uh, I just have to spend time uh, with uh, my loved ones. And and I I really get uh, reinvigorated, right? I, I get inspired all over again. If you can uh, click on the um, uh, comment, what you are uh, grateful for. Now, uh, an, another key when I think about resilience is uh, you need to have a support network, right? So I've already mentioned my my uh, wife. Uh, she's uh, probably the number one person in my support network right uh, now. But but I, th- I think every person needs to have somebody they can really talk to, some some someone who can listen to you and uh, give you uh, advice, right? I think you need to have uh, mentors, uh, you need to have coaches, uh, you need to have friends. You need to have a network of people who believe in you and who are going to support you. So when you fall down, they're gonna help you get back up again, right? I, I, I think in life, it's, it's, the issue is not getting down. I think everybody will eventually fall down, but uh, I think the key is when you fall down to get back up each and every time, right? get back up again, right? It is, it is not over until it is over. It, it is not over until you say it is, it is over. So yes, you failed, you, you didn't do well, you didn't achieve your, your goal, or you're looking for your job right now and everybody's saying no, no to you. That's okay, it is temporary. Uh, don't believe that you know, this one uh, defeat in this area of your life uh, actually uh, is going to define you because it, uh, it doesn't, right? Success and failure, I believe, really are two sides of the same Coin. I have this coin here uh, in my office. On one side, it says uh, success, and on the other side, it says failure. And I think if you are going to be a leader, if you're going to be successful, you're going to have to experience failure, probably more time than you experience su- success, right? And I don't really believe there is such a thing as uh, overnight success. That just doesn't exist. I think people who are extremely successful have gone through a lot of failures, right? And uh, uh, it's important to have that support network that is going to help you heal and help you get 
re-engage re, re again, right? Uh, help you get back up and uh, keep walking toward the uh, fulfillment of your life uh, mission and achieving those goals that are very uh, important to you. So number one, uh, be grateful. Have an attitude of gratefulness. And number two, I think you absolutely have to have a support net, net, net network. And uh, hopefully, you know, your loved ones, significant others are part of that network. And hopefully you have some coaches or mentors you can uh, reach out to and you have some uh, friends, right? Uh, people who really love you no matter what and who are not uh, af afraid to tell you um, the truth when you mess up. I think that is very, very uh, important for you to have a successful life and for you to be more resilient, right? Because you're going to face, face adversity. That's just a given, right? What, what happens, I believe, happens to us all. But what's important is how do you react to it? How do you come back? Uh, somebody once says, right, uh, a setback is nothing but a setup for a comeback. So whenever you have a setback, you have to think, okay, that's temporary. I'm going to get through it. Let me get back up again and let's go through this. All right. So the first thing I, I wanted to mention is um, it's probably a good idea to have a or build a personal board of advisor or a mastermind. Uh, I have a mastermind uh, that I attend uh, every two weeks or so. Uh, people who are like-minded and people I get advice from. Uh, and when, whenever you know, anybody in the mastermind has, has an issue, we, we can talk about it. No judgment. No, you, you, you just share uh, what is in your heart, and people can look look at it a different way or give you a different uh, perspective. No, having mentors, having coaches, having people you really, really trust uh, who can really speak into your life, I think, is uh, important. Like uh, even if, even now, there there are a couple of my mentors. You know, when I get a, a job offer, I'm able to make a very significant uh, decision in my life. Of course, I, I I talk to my wife, but I also like to hear a couple of other people, what do they think? How is this going to kind of fit in, into what I believe is is my uh, life's uh, purpose? But really having uh, those relationship of people who can encourage you, uh, I, I think that is that is key. And again, uh, for the dozen of you that, that are online now, if you can uh, type in the uh, comment uh, what uh, person is in your mastermind or in a support net network, some someone uh, who you really go to who gives you great advice and kind of speak life uh, back uh, in, in, into you when you when you get down. Uh, I um, appreciate that. And then uh, I think to be a resilient leader, uh, you should stop reacting, right? I think the majority of the world reacts to what happens now. There is a stimulus and something happens to people and then they just react. They don't even think, they just automatically react. And I think as a leader, you need to stop that. I think you need to pause, you need to reflect, and you need to respond, right? You need to give a response, not a reaction. And uh, you need to, to think about, okay, this just happened. What is the best response based on what I know right now? Don't say anything. Don't do anything. Think about everything that has happened. Look at everything related to whatever the situation might be. And then formulate a logical response. What is the best way for you to react? How should you present yourself in this situation? And then you execute. And, 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 I, and I believe that is a very uh, important key when it comes to resilience and being successful in the long run, right? I think the majority of people, they just react to whatever happens to them. It's uh, automatic. Uh, they don't even think about it. And sometimes it is not uh, the right reaction, right? One, one thing I try to do in my life is I try to minimize the times when I have to go back and think about, okay, I should have said this better. Uh, and now I need to apologize, right? 
if you do something wrong or you say the wrong thing, yes, you have to uh, to say you are sorry. But but I try, I I am I am very active in my life trying to uh, minimize the times when I have to apologize for something I did. So I'd rather do something the right thing the first time than to have to you know, mess up and then have to go back and do it all all over again. And I think an an important thing is to really take a pause and really think about what you're about to do, what your strategy is, and then making uh, the right decision for for you at the time based on the information you know. And then if you, as, as you know more, as you have more uh, knowledge and experience, then make better decision, right? But uh, as a leader, I think it's really crucial for you from time to time to just pause and say, okay, what is the best thing for me to do, knowing what I know now? I may have no, made the decision no, a few weeks ago or a few months ago, even a couple of years ago, but based on everything that has changed now, what should be my response? What should be the best decision going uh, forward, right? So I think that is uh, uh, very important. And uh, Spencer, uh, thank you so much for coming into the discussion. So Spencer says, need to know your EQ to be a resilient leader. And that is exactly right. Uh, in Silicon Valley, where I live, uh, IQ is extremely important, right? Almost everybody here is super, super smart. You know, you wouldn't be in the IT world in Silicon Valley if you didn't have a high IQ. But what's even more important, in my opinion, is the EQ, the emotional intelligence. And Spencer, can you let us know also uh, where you are watching from, please? And um, when I'm talking about taking a pause and reflecting, I think that's really part of emotional uh, intelligence. Because to me, emotional intelligence really has two main parts. One is being self-aware, right? You are aware of yourself, your emotion, your feeling, but then the other part is also being aware of other people, people around you, right? And um, being self-aware, I, I think, necessitates for you to take a pause and reflect uh, about what is happening, who you are, what your goals are, and then uh, what your decision should be, what you and only you should decide. Now, earlier I say, you need to have a supportive net network. You need to have a mastermind. You need to reach out to some coaches or mentors. And that is all great. But uh, ultimately, though, you are the person who is going to make the decision. This is your life, right? It's not somebody else's life. People can speak into your life. They can give you advice. They can uh, uh, tell you what you should do. But ultimately, you and only you make the decision, right? So uh, I think it, it takes a lot of uh, courage, restraint. And uh, deliberation too, but it's important to take a pause. And uh, when I'm talking about taking a, a pause, I think another way you can look at it is to also take time off, right? Uh, I know prior to the pandemic, the culture for most Silicon Valley companies I've worked for was to work, 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 work. Like we work right 50, 60 uh, hours a week, right? Working all the time, even on weekends, even on vacation taking your work computer with, with you and doing work when you're supposed to be on personal time off, right? So I think that is that is, that, that is wrong. In order for you to be resilient, I believe you absolutely need to have some downtime. You need to take time off. You need to sleep at least no, uh, six to eight hours every single day and take your uh, weekends completely off. Don't do any work, focus on your family, your hobbies. No? I love to uh, read or play music or what, whatever it is that relaxes you, do that, right? and don't do work, right? You need to take time off. Otherwise, you are going to get sick. You're going to be overworked. You're going to be burned out. But when you take time off, then it's time for you to rejuvenate, to refresh, and then you can get back to work, right? In my opinion, there is always much much more work uh, to do than there is time and resources to get it done, right? So whatever you're working on today, it's Friday. 
it's still going to be there for you on Monday. Don't worry about it. Take time off. You, you need to learn to really set boundaries and to set limits, right? That's very, very, very important. I think one thing that really did it for me, uh, I believe it was in 2014 or 2015. Uh, I was actually on vacation with my family. We went to uh, Disneyland in Southern uh, California. And uh, I was actually walking down, uh, was it Magic Kingdom, Main, Main Street, Disneyland? And I actually had my computer in my hand and I was still doing work. Uh, while um, I was there with my wife and my two kids and they were experiencing the wonder of uh, uh, the Magic Kingdom. That's just not acceptable. So I am urging you leaders. Yes, I know you are a workaholic, probably not as bad as I used to be, but when you take time off, it's personal time off, take time off. I think you should disconnect your phone, disconnect your computer and just you know, spend the time with your family, relax and really do things for your own emotional health too. Right, and I think that's also um, being part uh, of emotional intelligence, being aware of yourself, of your limit, and knowing when to plug off. And when you plug off, you really, really, really should uh, plug off. And then, you no, know, when you get back to work, you you can get get back at it. I, I think that is uh, important. And uh, and Spencer also said that there there are uh, seven uh, habits uh, also supposed to help you with diff, uh, defining your habit. I'm, I'm I'm assuming Spencer, you are talking about uh, The Seven Habits by uh, Stephen Covey. I think I have that book here somewhere in my uh, library. That's definitely a, a great resource, a great book to, uh, to uh, read. But really in my experience, uh, success is learnable, right? It is a uh, skill. You may not be very successful right now, but you can become, right? If you spend time with people who are successful in the field you are trying to become successful in, I think you can really learn from them, even if you don't know them personally, you know, you can read their books, listen to their podcasts, and really you know, learn by reading whatever articles they are writing all over social media or the uh, in internet and, 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 and really get uh, some uh, insight into what made them successful. Right? Because the truth is, all of the experts today, no, no matter what the field is, when they first started, uh, they were novice, right? They didn't know anything about the field they became an expert in. Right? I think on average, they say it takes about, what, 10,000 hours or so to become an expert in a field. That's about five, five years or so. So I think if you have a plan, if you get started now, eventually 10,000 10, hours from now, five years from now, you will become expert in whatever field uh, uh, you, uh, you are choose. But, but I'm saying all of this to say that success leaves clues and it's really about your personal habit, what you do every single day. It's not something that you do just one time and you become an overnight success. It's something that you do day after day, after day, after day. And usually the first uh, time you do the right thing in the right sequence, you don't really see much, right? Nothing really changes, right? One example I, I like to, to choose, we have an epidemic of you know, ob ob obesity in this uh, country, people eating, you know, fast food, junk, 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 junk food, and not being able to manage their uh, proper weight, which causes a lot of trouble. But, but if you know, I'm just gonna take uh, one, one example. If you eat uh, a uh, uh, burger, right? Uh, fast, fast food, not very healthy with, with fries or, or whatnot, you're not gonna gain five pounds on the start, right? If that happened, uh, people would stop eating junk food, right? If you eat donuts or what, whatever your favorite junk, junk, junk food is, I'm, I'm not, uh, particularly against in, in any one vendor or 
company, but uh, let's say it is a, a donut. So you, you eat a donut, you're not going to gain five or 10 pounds as soon as you eat the donut. Actually, you're going to experience absolutely no changes whatsoever. It looks like you still have the same weight you, you had as uh, the day before. However, if you keep doing this right, day after day after day, it is going to accumulate. And before you, you, you know it, you are going to gain a lot of weight. So I think that's the same way uh, success principles. That's exactly how they, they work. You do something but you don't see a result right away. You have to be consistent in what you do and eventually it's going to accumulate and then you're going to see the result. Right? If you just decide you want to hit healthy and you want to exercise, right? your first exercise uh, session, you're not going to lose any weight at all. You are burning calories, but it's all invisible to you. You have to keep doing it over and over and over again. And after you know, days, weeks, months, then you're going to start seeing the result if you don't give up. Right? So I think you need to be uh, consistent toward the pursuit of your goal. That consistency is extremely important. And that's a habit you can learn, right? Uh, one of my mentors told, told me successful people do not enjoy doing what makes them successful, just like everybody else. Pretty much every human being is lazy. That is just the uh, bottom line. But he told me that successful people do what they need to do when they need to do it, whether they feel like it or not. Right? The big difference because between those who are successful and those who are not successful is the people who are successful, they still get to do it even though they don't want to do it, right? For example, working out every morning or whatever um, it might be, or focusing, uh, managing your time in such a way that you focus on the 20% of the uh, problems that are, that are of the tasks that are going to get you 80% toward the accomplishment uh, of those goals. I'm re referencing to the Pareto principle, right? The 80-20% tool. Instead of just being... Uh, having your energy, right, sparse and doing all kinds of, of things, being busy all the time, busy, 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 but not actually having anything to show for it, thinking about your, your work and focusing on those few things that are actually going to get you closer to your goal, right? The 80-20% tool, 20% of what you do will get you 80% um, toward uh, that, that goal, whereas the majority of people, they spend time uh, working on the 80% uh, of the task that only gets them 20% toward the achievement of, of, of their goal. So being consistent, having those habits and doing things that you need to do, whether you feel like it or not, uh, is going to be uh, a great uh, skill, I think, uh, to have a great habit in order for you to be resilient and uh, successful. Right? So, uh, and uh, being consistent, I think, is a very, very important key. Right? This is what I am going to do. This is what I've decided to do. This is what I, I, I want to go from point A to point B, and this is my path in order to get there. And whether I feel like it or not, I'm going to do it. I'm going to force myself to get up you know, one hour earlier. I'm going to force myself to go to bed one hour later. I'm going to force myself not to you know, waste time just being on the uh, internet, social media, Facebook, or whatever, or, or, or watching TV. Maybe there is time for that, but there's going to be like a time, maybe only 30 minutes a day and not four or five hours for an entire day, right? I'm going to force myself to uh, work out. It's a decision that you make, right? And it's, again, it's great to have that uh, supporting uh, group, you know, these uh, people who are going to support you and love you and uh, really uh, help you do the right thing on and hold you accountable, right? This is another uh, reason why I love uh, working with coaches because when you have a coach, they really hold you accountable. It's like, okay, this is the plan. This is what we're going to do next week. We, we're going to have a call two weeks from, from now, and you need to tell me about uh, your successes, no? what you have actually accomplished. And, that's, and in, in my uh, 
opinion and my experience, uh, people usually tend to do things not just for themselves, but uh, because they're going to be held accountable by a third party, then they tend to actually get it done before that meeting in one week, a couple of days or, or two weeks, because somebody's going to ask them, okay, what did you do and what did you learn? That's some, sometimes that is enough to really motivate people to do the right thing, right? So uh, all just sound accountable, but you have to be consistent, consistent towards the pursuit of your goal. Now, as you are becoming more resilient and you are pursuing your goal, another thing I think that's important is you need to uh, get out of your comfort zone, right? I think the problem for most people is they love where they are. They are very comfortable. It may not be where they want to be, but they are comfortable and they love that comfort. Therefore, they don't want to take a step outside of that comfort bubble, right? Sometimes people will say, well, I want to make a lot more money, but they don't want to do what it takes to make more money or what it takes to learn new skills, right? They may say, okay, I, I really hate my, my uh, job and no, they, they, they would be there complaining, complaining, but at the end of the day, they're still going to go to that job and still do the same thing. That's not going to take them any higher than where they are because they are comfortable, right? And uh, to be successful, you do have to get outside of your comfort zone. You have to learn something new. You have to do something today that you didn't do yesterday because what you did yesterday got you to where you are. But if you want to get somewhere else, you have to do something that you've never done, right? And uh, you have to have that open mind and have that courage to learn a new skill. Go back to school if you uh, have, have to read books or do whatever it is you need to, to do in order to get the skills that are going to take you to the next level. And you need to be comfortable being in a situation where uh, you do not have any guarantee, right? Because success is not guarantee. You have to take risk, right? And I believe the more risk you, you take, and remember, I talk about success and failure, failure being a part of success. I think the more you fail and the faster you fail, the more successful you are going to be. I think people who are extremely successful have tried so many things. They failed so much that eventually they really didn't have a choice but to succeed because they've tried every other way that didn't work. Therefore, they eventually found the, the right way. I believe Thomas Edison, right? They said he tries, what, 10,000 times uh, before he, he was able to... Uh, find the right formula for the light bulb, which means he failed more than 9,999 times, but eventually he found success. So I, I think that is uh, important, being consistent and being uh, completely outside of your comfort zone. That's, that's really where I believe you grow and you learn when you are outside of your comfort zone, when you're doing something you've never done before. And usually when you do that, you're not gonna be very good. Uh, your work is not gonna be excellent at first. You are going to have to, to learn. No. Earlier, I mentioned why right, it takes uh, about, what, uh, 10,000 hours or five years on average to become an expert. So when you start something brand, brand new, you don't know anything and you are le learning. Actually, you are going to suck at it, to be, to be frank. And what happened to most people is when they try something new, they get outside of their comfort zone. They try it. It doesn't look good. They suck at it. And then they, they just stop, right? They, uh, they quit. But that's not you. Because you are a resilient leader, you're going to do it over and over and over and over again until you build that muscle, you become stronger and you become excellent at whatever it is you've decided to do, right? So I think that's gonna help you be a resilient leader. Uh, another thing I have in my note is uh, don't give up, right? Uh, don't give up. I like to think of the uh, Ener Energizer Bernie, right? It takes a licking and keeps on ticking. I think that's, that's really at, in its essence what resilience is. 
yes, you got a good bidding today. Things didn't go your way. You know, you applied for 100 jobs and you got you know, 97 no's and not even an interview or whatever. That's okay. That's okay. Just don't give up. Do it again. Do it again tomorrow. Do it again next week. Do it again. Apply again. Right? Do not give up. Because once you give up, that's it. You are done. You are finished. I, I, I believe not even God can help you when you when you give up. Because you're telling yourself, I am done. This is not for me. And I give up right now. But what needs to happen is you need to continue going at it. Right? Look, look at it from a different way. Go through it. Go above it. Go under it. Find a way. And I think people who are successful and resilient, they have set up in their mind. You know, initially, I talked about uh, having an attitude of uh, thankfulness, but it's also having an attitude that there is a way, right? If I have a problem, that means that there is already a solution to it. I may not know what the solution is, but I'm going to figure that out. Uh, and, and I think that really the way you look at things is going to help you be successful. When you believe that there is a solution that's just waiting for you to discover it, you have greater chances of succeeding than someone who says, okay, this is just a big problem. I don't know how to solve it and I just give up, right? Successful people just don't give up. Uh, my godfather used to say, uh, winners don't don't quit and quitters don't win. And I think that is uh, true. So you have to be per persistent, consistent, get, started, get outside of your comfort zone and don't give up. And even if you fall down, you need to get back up again and keep going at it. Um, Another thing uh, I thought about is to be resilient is you have to develop a capacity for endurance, right? Uh, one way I learned uh, endurance is uh, when I joined the U.S. Navy back in 2004. Uh, for the, the first time, right, I, I went through a physical uh, readiness test where the Navy makes you do push-ups, run, and, and all of that. But basically, if uh, you are not very uh, active physically, uh, the only way for you to get through boot camp or no, maybe uh, physical readiness test is to endure some level of pain, right? Uh, yeah, it's going to be helpful a little bit, especially when you, you are not a uh, runner, you spend most of your time just sitting down in, in the office, you don't even walk much and stuff, and, and you start running like a, a mile and a half, you, you're going to feel like your heart is going to just you know, burst out of your uh, chest, right? But if you give up, if you stop, you fail. Right. So if you can just endure that pain, that uncomfort, just, okay, you don't feel so good, but just keep going at it before you know it, you're going to uh, pass through the finish line and you are going to pass your, your test. No, let's say a physical example of, of that. But I think in, in, in life in general, you need to uh, enlarge your capacity uh, for endurance, right? You need to be able to go through pain and not break apart. Right. If you have to, you can stop. No, you can rest. We we, we talk about you no know, having downtime, recharging, taking time time off. But after that's done, get back at it again. Right. Work on your ab ability, your capacity for endurance. And I think the people who win at the end are those who endure. Uh, sometimes even in a uh, fight, right? Uh, you can have someone who's very, very strong, and uh, you have an underdog who really doesn't have a chance. But just because they want to win so much and they have that capacity for enduring pain, uh, their psychological uh, uh, capacity, right? Uh, their psychological fitness is going to allow them to overcome and uh, win the fight, even though physically speaking, they they, they really didn't didn't have a chance, right? So uh, I think there is definitely a mental side to success and to uh, resilience. And I think sometimes what we cannot see uh, can have a huge impact on what we do and the uh, result we have, right? Your endurance, your faith, right? Your attitude, uh, the way you look at, at, at things, your perspective, I think 
many times there's a lot more to do with your success than the things that people can actually see, right? Because there are people who don't have any money, for for example, but all they have is great ideas and the desire to, to succeed. And usually that is enough to get them on their way and eventually people are going to uh, support them and they will find the resources, right, to, to be able to accomplish their, their goal. But first, they have a vision, right? So um, another thing kind of related to that is also having a sense of purpose. Uh, you, you need to feel like your life, you are here for something and you have something to accomplish, right? I think if you have um, a purpose to your life, no matter what, you know, what is happening to you right now, the challenges you are uh, having and the you know, temporary set, setback, you can kind of reset your mind and say, okay, that is, that is fine. Today was not a great day, but I still have a purpose and I'm going to get back on, on this road because I have something to accomplish. Now, especially for um, many people like, like me who are in the military, especially when you, when you go to a war and things like that, no. Uh, but the truth is, some some people go to war and they never uh, come come back. But in my experience, um, people who've been in very very difficult uh, situation, you no know, life threat, uh, threatening uh, sit, situation, in my experience, um, those who tend to come back home are the people who have set up their mind. You no, know, I have a purpose. I have to see my wife. I have to see my kids back. Right? They they keep that that mental image. Uh, in in their head in, in in such a way that they have something to live for. Like I, I've read you know, uh, stories of uh, prisoner of uh, war, right? Being uh, uh, mistreated far 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 away from from home. Their their life is at risk almost every single day. But those who had the will to continue to live, it's because they really had a purpose. They had somebody they had to see. They they had somewhere they they had to be, and they didn't allow whatever it is that they were facing at the moment. Uh, to kind of no, uh, take that away uh, from uh, from uh, them. So they still add that flame, that, that passion, that yes, I have something to do. My time hasn't come yet. And again, all of that is really uh, uh, mental. But I think it's important if you're going to be resilient for you to have a sense of purpose. You have something to do. You have something to accomplish, right? And uh, you are not uh, done yet. And you may not know the way, you may not know how or when, but she knows that she knows that she knows that you know that you are going to find a way. And, and, and I think that is important. Having a long-term perspective, right? Not just working uh, for today, you know, for five, five minutes from, from now, but having a goal that is more than six months away, right? Uh, a couple of years away, five years away. So uh, I think that is very uh, important to have a long-term goal. So that you are going to manage your time in such a way that you do something every single day that is going to get you closer to that goal. So you may have a temporary setback, but that's okay. Again, you get back up uh, on that road again toward the accomplishment of your long-term goal, right? I think uh, for the majority of uh, young people, we cannot live in a microwave uh, society, I think. You know, people like to have things right here and right now. They, are, they don't have any patience whatsoever. But I think if you're going to build something that is really great, no? something that is worth it, it is going to take time. And you need to have that endurance. You need to have that long-term perspective and every single day work toward the accomplishment of that goal. And uh, the, the, the last thing I am going to uh, mention is uh, for you to be resilient, you need to develop uh, salesmanships, right? I think every successful people, every successful leader uh, needs to be a salesman too. 
right? Uh, even when I was uh, uh, coming up, I learned about sales, right? Even when I was in school, I uh, uh, part time I, I, I was on doing some sales as as well. But then I kind of uh, realize that sales skills is not just for you to sell a product or services, right? Uh, at one point, I I was running my my own business and looking for client and that kind of thing. But, but I think I think the sales skills are important just for you as an individual too. Like even when you apply for a job or you have a resume, that's, that, that is really being a salesman. But what you're doing is you are selling yourself, your skills, your experience, because you're saying, okay, you people have a problem. And if you hire me, I have the skills, the experience in order to uh, be a solution uh, to you know, whatever challenges you are you are facing. So I think uh, salesmanship is is very very important in in life. If you are afraid to speak to uh, people and uh, to uh, really uh, be able to uh, you know use data to convince whoever you are uh, talking to uh, to see things a a uh, different way, I think you need to start learn, learning on your salesmanship, right? It, you don't have to be a car salesman or, or anything like that, but but knowing the uh, process and, and having the skills to, to be able to sell, I think is important. And the, the, the other thing I, I, I learned you know, when, when I was uh, in sales is uh, being able to take no, right? Uh, it looks like the majority of people, once you say no to them, but no, they just break and, and they uh, flounder. But more successful salesmen, at, at least, they are so used to listening to hearing the word, no, no, I'm not going to buy, no, no. And then they try, okay, if you're not going to buy now, maybe you're going to buy later. No, what is in the way, what is preventing you from making a buying decision right right now? Being able to to uh, take no, but uh, uh, being able to uh, provide an alternative way of looking at things. I think that is important in life. Okay, one, one quick example. Uh, when I, when I first came to this country, I think it was in 1997, I was really looking for a job. I think I applied for like hundreds and hundreds of jobs everywhere on, on campus. And all I keep, keep hearing is, no, 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 can't hire uh, you, you don't have the experience, right? Kind of like, what is it called, the catch, uh, catch 2022, 20, right? It's like, okay, we won't give you the job because you don't have the experience, but then I cannot get the experience unless I have the job, right? So I think if you're gonna be resilient, when people say no to you, don't just give up and say, okay, I am done. But it's okay, that's fine. You say no, but I'm gonna go somewhere else and I'm gonna see if I can turn that no into at least a maybe and eventually a yes. But I, I remember, I think it was Colonel Sanders, right? Who did the K, KFC, which became a wonderful uh, success uh, story. But everywhere he tried to sell this uh, recipe for uh, frying chicken, everybody said no, 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 until somebody eventually said yes, right? Um, and when you look at the life of people who are extremely successful, this almost happens over and over again. They've been said no people, like the woman who wrote uh, the Harry Potter's book, right? Um, I don't know how many publishers she went to, but the great majority of them said, no, no, we can publish this, just not give up. No, you weren't born to, to be uh, writing books, but she was very persistent, right? She was resilient. She didn't take no for 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 an answer. And eventually, no, now she's a, 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 a billionaire, right? She's done things that nobody has ever done in the world. But what, I, what I'm saying is uh, uh, to be resilient, you need to be able to accept a no. When people say no, don't just take it at face value, don't give up, but you need to continue working toward the achievement of your goal because it is possible, but somebody is going to do it and it may as well be you. So X company may have said no, but guess what? 
you need to go to Y company, to Z company, and then go to A company, to B company. So there is somebody else out there who has a uh, solution of the opportunity you are, you are seeking. Just because somebody says no, doesn't mean it's, it's the end of, of the world. And I think having uh, salesmanship, having uh, uh, sales skills will help you with that, right? Not just taking no, but finding a, a way to get to yes. Being determined to succeed and finding a way to that success. All right, that is all uh, I am going to uh, talk ab uh, about now. I think we've been in for almost 40 minutes now. If anybody that is still watching has any question, please uh, type them in the, uh, uh, in the comment. And I see uh, Danielle, uh, thank you so much for being here. Long, long time no see from uh, Silicon Valley. Uh, if you have any question, uh, type them in the question box, not just about resilience, but just now about uh, uh, anything I'm going to see if, if I can uh, answer it or point you to a resource that would have uh, the right answer. But uh, thanks again for spending this uh, morning with, with me. I'm going to recap really quickly. Today I talked about uh, resilience, and I think an important portion of res resilience is attitude, right? The attitude of being grateful for what you already have, but also the attitude of knowing that uh, there is room for you, right? Uh, you will not be denied. You are going to find a way to become successful no matter what. No matter what comes at you, uh, there is a way for you to go from where you are to where you need to be. Having that sense of purpose. I talked about having a supporting uh, net network, building a personal board of advisor, a mastermind people you can go to for advice, but ultimately you make the uh, final decision. And also it's important to take a pause. Don't just be reacting but be responding. Take a moment, think about your strategy, think about what you are going to, to do as a response and then execute on that. It's also on doing things that you should do when you should do them, whether you feel like it or not. But I think a long-term perspective, what I'm doing today, it really means something. I am working toward a goal, right? And um, being consistent, not giving up, uh, developing a capacity for endurance, Having a sense of purpose, uh, long-term perspective, and I uh, also says developing salesmanship, right? Being uh, used to hearing the word no and not uh, giving up just because somebody said no, right? If one person says no, somebody else is going to say yes. So keep working at it over and over again until you succeed. Okay, until uh, next time, this is Coach Busy, and uh, thank you so much for uh, joining me. Thank you for listening to the Leadership and Success Podcast with your host, Coach BZ. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to our channels and come back for more wisdom nuggets on how you may develop into a better leader and achieve greater levels of success. Leadership is the most critical skill. The world will always need leaders to lead others, deploy the next disruptive technology, or execute a business strategy. You may as well decide on counting yourself among the 21st century leaders. See you right here next time on the Leadership and Success Podcast with Coach BZ.